Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Broadcast. I want to quickly continue what I was sharing. And this is a story by people advising President Trump to delay the launch of his campaign. And part of this is out of concern for Georgia. This needs to be the central focus of attention. Winning Georgia. There's no reason on the planet that a Democrat should be in either one of these seats. You remember what happened back in the year 2000. Both of these seats were taken by Democrats. And I think largely. What is to blame for this is all of this nonsense about stolen elections. So we had people who didn't even bother to show up. That's why we lost. By the way, there's a lot of analysis that's been done on these elections in Georgia. One of the big problems for Herschel Walker was turnout. And I get it. The people who showed up for Brian Kemp, for him to overwhelmingly win his race, did not support Herschel Walker. He's got to earn their support. Now I want to make this very clear. The bulk of the responsibility is his. But nobody should detract from this particular race right now. Nobody. I told you there are some who are calling on Donald Trump to delay any announcement he may make. And it's kind of interesting. This is not a never-Trumper thing. So if you want to put this in that category, if you are so closed-minded... That that's all you think, anything contrary to what feels good to you about your person, has to be from a never trumper. First off, you need to get a life. But second off, you need to understand where this is coming from. Jason Miller. I've met Jason Miller and talked with him. Former Trump advisor said, I'll be advising him that he move his announcement until after the Georgia runoff. He spent the night with the former president at his Mar-a-Lago club in Florida. Georgia needs to be the focus of every Republican in the country right now, he said. Trump sought to use the midterms as an opportunity to prove his enduring political influence after losing the White House in 2020. He endorsed more than 330 candidates in races up and down the ballot. 
often elevating inexperienced and deeply flawed candidates. He reveled in their primary victories, but many of their positions, including echoes of Trump's message about a stolen 2020 election and embracing hardline views on abortion, according to the Associated Press, were out of step with the political mainstream. Trump did nuts some big wins Tuesday, especially in Ohio. Where's pick for the Senate? Hillbilly elegy author J.D. Vance sailed to easy victory after Trump's endorsement capitulated him, actually catapulted him to the front of the pack. And I mentioned Ted Budd. Look at these two people, though. J.D. Vance already had a following. He was already established as an author. He's the one who helped to, to legitimize this grassroots effort So people understood him, and he understands people. This is why he prevailed. J.D. Vance is not a slouch. He's no idiot. He's a smart guy. That's why he's going to be Senator J.D. Vance. That's why. But Trump lost some of the biggest prizes, Pennsylvania in particular. Mehmet Oz narrowly lost his Senate contest. To John Fetterman. Trump-backed candidates also lost governor's races in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Maryland, a Senate race in New Hampshire. Though Trump seemed to celebrate the latter, bashing Republican (laughs) Dan Bolduc for trying to moderate his stances by backing off his embrace of Trump's election lies. Had he stayed strong and true, he would have won easily. Lessons learned. Also cheered the loss of Colorado Republican Senate hopeful Joe O'Day, who said he thought it was time for the party to move on from Trump. Of course he's going to say that. Oh, my goodness. I thought you should know about this because, folks, like I said, there's a battle coming. And it may not be pretty at all. So while people are urging Trump to delay his launch, there's a different type of pressure that's on Ron DeSantis. Before we get to that, though, we should probably share this. This is from James Carville, Democratic consultant, political commentator. He was on Morning Joe yesterday commenting on the election. And he has something pretty harsh to say. And the reasons for why the Republican Party did not do so well. It's very quick. Listen to it. Here's James Carville. I'm going to try because I'm sitting here saying if if you put everything in a computer, we should have lost 57 seats. Yeah. Easy. Four or five Senate seats. And the reason is really Donald Trump. I mean, he bought people out to vote against this. Um, You know, it it just had a suppressive effect. He he, he out-trumped inflation. He out-trumped crime. He out-trumped the the normal cycle of the first off-year election with an incumbent president. What did we say earlier in the year? That was the point I made on this broadcast. The center focus of attention has to be Joe Biden, his failed policies. Instead, we got off on all kinds of crazy crap. I told you before, we got to drop 2020. And I don't care what your opinion is about 2020. The average person 
on the street doesn't care about 2020. They're trying to put freaking food on the table. They're trying to put gasoline in their tank. They're trying to afford their energy bills. That's what they're focused on. They're not focused on 2020. Somehow you, if you still hold on to that, you've got to stuff it. If you care about the future of the country. Because everybody else has moved on. And this has had a depressive effect on voters. They're not buying into this. And the way to get people to buy in is not to just keep repeating it. They're not going to buy it. And the longer we get, the further we get from 2020, the less people are going to care about that. And they're also going to associate it with January 6th. This is why I've said we've got to cut this whole chain of nonsense loose. There's a different type of pressure taking place right now, too. It's probably positive pressure towards someone else. A big star from election night. We will talk about that. Also, Joe Biden's response to the election. As you know, he's quite thrilled. But I'll tell you what's really intriguing. A CNN analyst. Her reaction to Joe Biden. It is priceless. Believe me, you're going to love this. <laughs> that much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
Over on the text line, let's begin here. I supported Trump in 2016 and in 2020, but now it's really time for him to go away. Trump and his diehard supporters are looking more and more... Really? Like the squad on the left. He's nothing more than a sideshow. Really? Wake up. The mainstream media is trying to divide the Republicans by putting Trump versus DeSantis. This easiest way to control a large group of people is to divide them. Well, the media doesn't need to do anything. This is all very simple from my perspective. Vince, the states were all Democrats occupied. I don't think anyone could have put Republicans in those states. James Carville's still alive? You never Trumpers are idiots. Trump needs to announce now to excite the base. That's the only reason we'd come out to vote. This is sad. It really is. Very sad. See, that's where you're wrong, Vince. The president's policies haven't failed. They just haven't run long enough for us to see their true benefit to the people. You see, Vince, it's all in how you explain it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Vince, I heard it said that Kemp won Georgia. Walker didn't get the same number of votes. It proved voter fraud. The fact is, everybody does not vote straight line. Increasingly, voters vote for the person, not the party. I think suburban white women voted for Kemp, but not for Walker. And again, if that's the case, he's got to win them. That's the challenge now for this election on January 6th. Vince, had the red wave occurred as it should have, Biden would have ignored it because he has zero self-awareness. Yep. You're telling the absolute truth, Vince. I was amazed all month that what the radio host kept focusing on. Guess I is 2020 this week for the GOP. They have to realize the majority of Americans aren't ignorant, want real freedom, including legal, safe abortions in all states, really? And support separation of church and state. They've gotten too comfortable allowing Trump to pander to his wacko MAGA fans. The GOP absolutely can't read the room. Well, I don't think the room is what you've described here, but interesting. Let us see here. Just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. Vince, I call all listeners out there to contact Trump and ask him to not run again. He has nothing compared to DeSantis. DeSantis has our household vote if he decides to run. That is from Gene in Rock Hill. Just a sampling of items over on the text line. Not sure I'll get to this today, but it's pretty interesting to break down how people voted based on demographics. Some very interesting stuff out there. By the way, (laughs) this is just incredible. And, frankly, sad. This is what Donald Trump posted on his... What is this thing called that he has? Truth? Now that the election is over and everything went quite well, shouldn't it be said that in 2020, I got 1.1 million more votes in Florida than Ron DeSantis got this year? 5.7 to 4.6 million. Just asking? Nobody's asking that. My gosh. This is sad. It really is. 
and I don't mind saying it again and again and again when this is put before us, this is mental illness is what it is. Narcissism. This is apples and oranges. An off-year election. And to compare votes with 2020 with 2022, I mean, I'm just going to put it bluntly. Only a moron would do that and want you to believe that those should be comparable because they are not. Off-year elections, the vote tallies are always lower. This is just sad. It's sad to watch. So I told you the flip side of potential pressure for Donald Trump to delay his announcement. The Hill has a story that Ron DeSantis is expected to come under increasing pressure to run for president in 2024 based on his performance. You heard those chants of two more years at his victory rally. Two more years. Many Republicans also see DeSantis as a stronger general election candidate than Trump, whether that's a contest against Biden or anybody else. Scott Jennings, a former advisor to former President George W. Bush, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, wrote in a CNN op-ed, DeSantis made a convincing case that he, rather than Trump, gives Republicans the best chance to defeat Biden or some other Democrat in 2024. DeSantis even flipped traditionally Democratic Miami-Dade County en route to a 20-point win. Miami-Dade. And they also mentioned, again, Mehmet Oz, his loss in Pennsylvania. The loss in Michigan, Wisconsin, other endorsees in Arizona and Georgia still locked in close races. One GOP strategist who worked on midterm races this cycle said DeSantis must run in 2024, saying he has a good argument based on his four years as governor and sweeping re-election win. You remember, you've probably heard about the front page of the New York Post. They're all in. You remember how Trump made fun of DeSantis, calling him desanctimonious? New York Post. The front cover, D-Future. Young GOP star romps to victory in Florida. There was an op-ed. Ron DeSantis, the new Republican Party leader. I'm just telling you, folks, this is what's happening. The battle lines have been drawn, and there's no way around it. Unless somebody backs down, there's going to be a showdown of some sort. I just want you to be prepared. And no matter what happens, at the end of this, I hope we can all be gracious to each other. That's really important. Because we're going to have to be unified if our goal is to defeat liberalism. And notice I said liberalism. I'm not interested in attacking and taking down people. Do I want people to lose in elections? Yes. 
But simply insulting people is not going to get us anywhere. We need to win with our ideas. One of the things that so impresses me about Florida, they don't just talk about all of these things we've been concerned about. The woke movement, they have taken action. They've empowered parents. That's where the rubber hits the road. It's not... It's in policy. Seeing policy implemented. That's what we are shooting for. Still to come, Joe Biden. How's he reacting to all of this? Well, we'll share that and a surprising reaction from the mainstream news media on this when we continue. Stay with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. government agencies exposing of all of these things yep however I think rather than being the chosen one to turn things around he may be the one who is sent to prepare the way two of the main things yep you were right about that this texture says our adversaries really aren't liberals they're global leftists Vince, is Trump trying, trying to give Biden competition being divider-in-chief? Because he's doing pretty good at it. Trump should be a kingmaker. But he's screwing that up as well. That is from Jeff. <laughs> this texture says Tulsi Gabbard would make a great Speaker of the House. <laughs> Boy, that would be interesting to watch. Quickly want to get to these before the end of the broadcast. First, this story, a discussion about Joe Biden. You heard his message pretty much boasting he's so proud of himself because a person in his position, a sitting president, the opposing party, should gain a lot. You heard what James Carville, Serpenthead, said earlier. The Republicans should have gained 57 seats. You put this in a computer. The, it should have been a no-brainer. And you know where he put the blame. That's not the subject for now. But let's talk about Biden's perspective on this. Now, if you have an ounce of humility, you're saying, thank God, it's not as bad as it could have been. No. You're basically doubling down on stupidity. And you'll hear this comment from... Gloria Borger, this really surprised me. She is CNN's chief political analyst. I was quite shocked at what she had to say about Joe Biden and his boasting about what has happened and his plans for the future. Listen up. 
here was uh, sort of the thing that struck me, which is when he was asked, would you change anything? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He said, yep. no. Now you have 75% of the country saying that we're headed in the wrong direction. 75% believe we are in a recession. And then the president, you know, in a way to try to brag about himself and what he's done, of course, and to talk about how Republicans would threaten your Social Security and your Medicare, he said he, he just wouldn't do anything different because, of course, our achievements take a long time to be recognized. That's insulting people. And and I don't think that was a good answer from the president. Wow. Gloria Borger. That's CNN, ladies and gentlemen. Not impressed at all by Joe Biden. What I also think was intriguing was the comment by Van Jones. (laughs) Folks, you can't get any better than this. It's not like these people are standing by, oh, wonderful. We're so glad that Joe Biden has free reign to do what he wants to do a little bit longer, at least. At least there's some uncertainty. At least so far. No indication Republicans have the Senate. I don't hear celebration. And certainly no celebration regarding 2024. There's nobody saying four more years, two more years for him and four more on top of that. In fact, you're hearing the very opposite. Here's Van Jones. Listen to his comments. I I think people uh, love him. I think people appreciate him. I think people don't want him to run again. Uh, I think he has an opportunity to exit uh, on a high note, um, if you will. To exit on a high note. That's Van Jones. Can you believe this? (laughs) Now, I'm not here as an advocate for Van Jones. I want to make that very clear. And there's no question he's he's a leftist. He He has not changed. But he's not a Joe Biden fan by any means. One story I wanted to get to before the end of the broadcast, and this is really more for a matter of reflection as we end the the this segment of the broadcast today this is a breitbart story and i think it tells us a lot about where our society is let me just briefly say before i even go into the story i believe identity security value come first and foremost from our creator that's number one the second thing is i believe that there is a security and identity that is also attached to marriage. And when people, especially women, are unattached, there is a sense in which they try to find that security elsewhere. This is just theory of mine. But I believe a lot of women, unmarried women, find that security in government. This is one of the reasons why, in particular, the abortion issue is so significant. Having given you that prelude to this story, it'll help you understand, 68% of unmarried women favor Democrats in midterm elections. This is not a surprise to me at all. 31% favored Republicans. In comparison, 52% of unmarried men favored Republicans. 45% favored Democrats. For married men, 
59 supported a Republican candidate, 39% supported a Democrat, 56% of married women supported Republican candidate compared to 42 who supported a Democrat. Overall, 59% of unmarried voters supported Democrats compared to 39% who supported Republicans. Do you see the trend here? I think there's something about identity, community, relationship. That when people don't have a sense of connectedness, they look to government as their provider, not only financially, but also emotionally. Just putting that out there. And a shout out to my friend Joe listening to the broadcast right now. Stay with us. And here we are back, the final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program. And it's time for us to take a look at the day in history. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing well, Vince. I hope you are. I am doing pretty well. I am made a last-minute decision here to kind of add a little bit of fun here to things. It may take a little moment here. I want to make sure, there we go, that I found this thing. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun, and if this thing does cooperate, then we'll be in great shape. We have a total of, let's see, how many questions here? Oh my goodness, nine. And they're not terribly bad. And we begin in the year 1775. This branch of our military was founded... These are the folks, uh, boy, how do I characterize this? Um, I think this may be the oldest of all of our armed forces, formed in 1775. Which one is it? Probably not the Air Force, huh? <laughs> exactly. It's not, okay, it's not the Air Force. Oh, the Army. Is, the, it seems like the army would be the oldest. It, it's. Um, I'm basing that on no knowledge. It seems you, like the army would. The, be the army oldest. may be right. It's the Marine Corps was founded in 1775. You may be right on that point. But the, the Marine Corps founded this day 1775. I should look that up to get those dates for sure. This is kind of an obscure question. I'm not even familiar with these characters, but uh, journalist Henry Stanley found this famous person near Lank Tanganyika. Who was this famous person? I'll tell you a little bit more about this. A Scottish explorer and missionary. Physician, Congregationalist, pioneer Christian missionary, and explorer in Africa. One of the most popular British heroes of the late 19th century Victorian era. And it doesn't help you at all. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to feel good about it if I just recognize his name. It is Dr. Livingstone. No, okay, very good. Yeah, I, you familiar with him, Dr. David Livingstone? Yeah, I uh, presume. More, yeah, more Dr. Some, Livingstone, I presume, is what I know about Dr. Livingstone. 
1903, this is a very important patent for the next few days based on the weather conditions outside. With you driving, Mary Anderson got a patent for this particular invention. It'll help you as you're driving to see out the front of your car. Uh, it'd have to be windshield wipers. Windshield wipers patented in 1903. That's kind of intriguing, isn't it? I had no idea they were that old. Well, early for the defrost system, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think that came much later. For that. Just <laughs> much later. For that. 1970, 1917, 41 people of this type arrested outside the White House. They believed a certain half of our population be, should be able to vote. They were not allowed to at the time. Who were they? They were women. Yep. U.S. suffragettes arrested outside the White House. 1917. 1952. This is really weird. I never knew about this. Supreme Court upheld a decision barring segregation on this particular type of road. Huh? I know. Isn't this bizarre? Did you there even were, know? There were that... segregated roads? Yes. And let's just say it's a federal issue, so it should help tell you what kind of roads we're talking about. Well, the highways. The interstate. Can you believe that? This was a decision, uh, a very important decision, 1952. It barred segregation on interstate railways. So um, it's kind of amazing. They even had to have legislation to uh, keep people from blocking blacks from driving on the interstate. Kind of crazy. 1969 is a question we're going to come back to in a bit. The iron ore ship with this name split in half. It sank, killed 29, and it inspired a hit song, I believe, by Gordon Lightfoot. The Edmund Fitzgerald. You are a genius. That's absolutely correct. 2001, the World Trade Organization approved this country as a member. Donald Trump probably would not have approved. What country was it? Or was it China? China. There you go. 2001, George W. Bush addressed the U.N. on this subject. 2001 is significant, considering what it just happened just a few months before. The subject matter is quite pertinent. What was it? Uh, terrorism. Terrorism. That was the subject. I just discovered this song the other day. Just playing around, I was watching YouTube with a friend of mine, and we were casting things onto the television, and I came across this gym. I hope you're able to hear it well. We'll make sure that you can. This is a clue to a show that debuted on PBS on this day in 1969, long time ago. I want you to hear this song. This rendition is choice. It's uh, Sesame Street. Isn't that cool? That's that's sweet, yeah. That is actually Maynard Ferguson and his band doing Sesame Street. I had no idea they did this song, and that they, I mean... It's amazing you can take a song, a show, a song associated with a children's show, and jazz it up like this. You hear this? Oh, yeah. Uh, are you familiar with 
Toot Steelman. I've heard that name. He's uh, the, the harmonica version. That's Toot Steelman. I'll have to look that up as well. That sounds pretty cool. That's it, folks. Uh, I think this is just absolutely cool. You might want to listen to it, too. Look it up on YouTube. Maynard Ferguson, Sesame Street. That's all the broadcast today. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.